The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. Talk to Pup. That was rude. <laughs> Damn, is that on? Did you get that one? Was that good? I got part of it. I forgot that I had the mic switched off, but you know what? I got enough. Ah, oh, damn it. He's ruined it. Webster, do you want to introduce this episode? You've seen enough episodes to know how this starts, right? Oh, God, yeah. Um, know better than I do. Yeah, about 123 of them so far. Um, welcome to Sunset City, the podcast for the classic and modern era Sonic fan. Uh, I'm Webster. Uh, or as Skrongle says, who the hell is that in the chat? And uh, <laughs> with me is the horniest dog you have ever met, Channel Pup. I'm I'm not. No, that's not true. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, he's been neutered. I'm not even <laughs> Channel Pup. And uh, this orphan we decided to adopt, Garrulous. Hey, it's really nice to be here. That's not. That's not fun. He actually is an orphan, Sam. You did not tell me this. Yeah, I'm not an orphan. I didn't think it's I'd okay. Have to. I, I didn't think. I'd, I didn't think I'd have to tell <laughs> you that. We Can't you tell? I love Sonic so much. There must be something. <laughs> you cannot be a Sonic fan father. without trauma. <laughs> Sonic yeah. is tied to trauma. Dylan, tell him you've got parents. Hello. <laughs> don't don't let. I've him got parents. Way. I've got. <laughs> but technically, orphans have parents. They're just not around anymore. Well, some orphans, I mean, in, they're around, but they're just not there, you know? I have parents. Are they around? I've got them. No, they, yeah, they're around. Okay, good. <laughs> what a horrible, what a Sounds horrible start to the episode. To 10 out of 10, Webster. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty good. That's on brand. <laughs> let, me, let me get you a tissue, Dylan, come on. Um, okay, so, um, walking everybody through it, um, we do have a Patreon page, link below, it is the lifeblood of this channel at the moment, because January revenue is awful, um, and there are different little perks, uh, that come with that, but we do, um, the main one right now is access to the Discord server, where you can come and hang out with us for a little bit, so that's, that's the main thing. Um, yeah, and... usually someone posts, like, good episode, guys, and I say thanks, and then that's the extent of it, basically. Wow. Last so time we had uh, everyone wishing that you feel better soon, that was that was kind of sweet. Yeah, that was really nice. I, I was kind of sick a few weeks ago, so some, a couple people were, like, just just posting get well messages. It was nice. Did you, uh, did you vomit? I only threw up the one day, but the rest of the week was still awful. You should have taken pictures and put them in the, like, the... You send them to me and then I can make them Patreon perks. <laughs> Does this look okay? Does this look like I need to see a doctor? Sonic tube of vomit. <laughs> um, I swear and, to God. And then while we're at it, uh, yeah, Super Chats get read out at the end of every episode. So, there you go. Um, so, yeah. Um, thanks for coming, everybody. Um, and stay safe. Goodbye. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. That was the best hour and a half of my day. Thank you for joining us. Sir. No, um, okay. So we do actually have uh, two news topics. We're quite light on news today, so we're probably just gonna go off on whatever tangent we feel like. Um, but okay, uh, first one. 
Um, a bit of potential Sonic Movie 3 casting news. Um, so, a lot of us have kind of been wondering who will be playing Shadow in Sonic Movie 3, and we might have our very first possible hint at who we can expect to play the greatest fictional character of all time. Um, so the rumor has it that it Are will you? be... Excuse me? Sorry, were you saying? You were butting in again? No. No, no, I wasn't. Do I need to smack you? <laughs> I think you need to get your ears checked. I didn't say anything. I saw you flash up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so Hayden Christensen... It's background noise. ...is the rumored shadow. Um, we all know who Hayden Christensen is, right? Hey! Yes. Uh, when I heard that on Twitter before I stopped looking at it, I was like, huh, like, like that's weird. But then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I feel like he could pull off the perfect, not imitation, but sort of like perfect energy that David Humphrey had back in Sonic Adventure 2 with Shadow. Definitely. What do you I think? I was um... very interested to see if that's true. Definitely. He definitely had the energy in the, the Disney Plus Obi-Wan series where I actually got to see Hayden in the Vader suit, which why did it take so long before we finally got that? And like that, that I could see as Shadow energy. I think, yeah, Hayden Christensen is an excellent actor. And I, I would really like uh, for him to be able to have another sort of iconic character under his belt. You know, someone who's... Someone he's known for beyond just Anakin Skywalker. Um, because, again, yeah, he's a great actor. Uh, his performances in the Star Wars prequels, which are going to be his most well-known ones, are... Um, a lot of people don't like him. I get him. I like the fact that he kind of sounds very unwell. He sounds kind of sick. That's what I like about uh, Hayden Christensen's performances in those movies. I don't think they're bad by any stretch. But I understand that a lot of people kind of, I don't know, they don't see it that way. So it would be nice if we could get a new iconic IP role for him that he's just going to absolutely smash, basically. Yeah, and, and honestly, like, I feel like the prequels, I'm not really a huge Star Wars guy. But they, they don't feel, like, super bad or anything. I think the acting is pretty much the best part of the whole thing. Like, I think the actors did really well with maybe some of the stuff that people didn't really like that much yeah. in those movies. You like a lot uh, of things, the internet memes into oblivion. I think it's just that one overplayed sand scene that, um, that people I agree remember. with him, though. He's correct. Yeah, sand is not oh, a very sucks. pleasant thing. It's coarse and it's rough and it gets all over. I like kinetic sand. I've never actually felt it, but like, you ever see those like ASMR videos of like kinetic sand cutting and it makes a little crunchy sound? What is kinetic sand? It's is like, that, like sand for the Xbox that kind 360? of. I I wouldn't know how to describe it, but it's it's like it's colorful. Uh, it's got more kind of a cakey consistency to it, I guess. Um, in that, oh. it kind of more um. It kind of more stays together. It's almost like magnetic or something. I, I don't know exactly, but that does sound better. They should replace the beach sand with that. Let me let me look up what kinetic sand is. While you're doing that, I looked up because um, you made the point. Hayden deserves to be known for something other than Anakin Skywalker. So I just looked up his IMDb to see what else he's in. Uh, the only one of these movies I've seen is Jumper, which wasn't very good. Um, but outside of that, he apparently was also in a film called Life as a House. Interesting. Life as a House? Yep. Like, I saw like one a he was 
in with Emma Roberts called Little Italy. And the film is terrible. It's hilariously terrible. But in a way that, like, the film kind of... The film doesn't know it's terrible. The film wants to be the next big rom-com, you know? Bless its heart. And it's kind of a bless its heart kind of terrible, and I like it for that. But they've got him playing an Italian, and I don't think Hayden Christensen is Italian, but he's, like, covered in bronzer, and he's got jet black hair, and it is hilariously, like... It's just, it's a hilarious film, and I recommend everybody watch it. But at the same time, I really hope that Hayden Christensen will be known for more than these ass gravy movies it's one of those things where i was saying back when robert pattinson was cast as the batman it's it's one of those things where if you watch a lot of movies you know that robert pattinson is an incredible actor and he's played plenty of brilliant roles beyond just edward cullen in twilight but unfortunately because that's the big ip one people are gonna know him as edward cullen so i was thrilled when he got to play batman basically and I, I think I feel a similar way towards the idea of Hayden Christensen playing Shadow the Hedgehog as well. And as as Dylanus says, like, I think um, he, he gives off David Humphrey vibes. And I'd be really intrigued to kind of see that because we've never had a Shadow voice really modeled off of David Humphrey's since David Humphrey. You know, like, I think, you know, the one from Prime was clearly modeled more after Jason Griffith. And Kirk Thornton's kind of doing his own thing, but we haven't had one that really gives off Humphrey energy since. So if we were to get that from Hayden, that would be awesome, you know? Yeah, and it's a name you can put on the poster. Sorry, Don. No, no, sorry. I was was going to basically agree. Also, Sonic in chat says uh, they liked Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse. That is a really good one that he's in. Oh, yeah, like, Like, again, there is no shortage of brilliant Oh, yeah, yeah. The Lighthouse is brilliant. I love that movie. Um, My roommate Sam actually showed me that movie when I first moved into his kitchen floor, and we made the jokes that that would be us (laughs) after a bit, like, to four weeks, (laughs) and then it's way more than four weeks. And lo and behold, it was way more than four weeks, but um, now we all share a place together. So it's it's like if... It's like The Lighthouse, the good ending, (laughs) you know, where they, they all turn out to be really good pals. But after watching the lighthouse, it is we decided to make the drink that they drink, not the second drink with like the fucking lighter fluid in it. I mean, like the first drink that they were drinking. We made that and we named it Seabird because of the lighthouse. And we'd like nice. in- invite people around and be like, "Hey, you want to come come over and have some Seabird with us?" And yeah, it was it was a great time. Did it taste all right? Yeah, it's basically uh, milk, honey, and I think uh, vodka. Oh. Really delicious. Um, Quite strong. No, it wasn't vodka. I think it was rum. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure now. But, ah, uh, Sam, man, we got to get you over to ours and we got to have some seabird at some point. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm not far, am I? So, yeah, we can, we can sort that out. Dylan, you're also invited, oh, yeah. but I understand that it's a little less feasible in your case. <laughs> It may involve yeah, I did just grow wings recently, so I could fly across the ocean, no I mean, problem. listen, if, if you but need a place to difficult. stay for, like, a week or so, like, I'm sure you'd be welcome. So, like, you know, if you want to save money I on a hotel. That. Thanks. Hell yeah. Um, alright, uh... Then a- I will sell your IP address. Yeah, I did see I some... I did see one crowd come back up when we saw the, the Hayden rumours. 
And it was, um, I haven't seen this group around for years, but it was a group that were taking Johnny Young Bosch quotes and playing them over the top of Shadow the Hedgehog, saying that um, Johnny would make a great Shadow. And they've kind of got a point. Anyone who's, you know, playing, watching a lot of anime or playing certain video games, um, most people know him as the Black Ranger Adam from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but uh, in years since he's been in every single anime going he was lelouch in uh, code gears he's currently broly in dragon ball um is you narikami and uh persona 4 he is yes i think the um, only thing there is no matter how great he is in that bubble and no matter how talented he is i feel like paramount are going to want someone who's been in the 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 movies as in like the big live action his face is known kind of thing he, as silly as it is um i wouldn't say it's likely but it would be cool right like that'd be awesome he he does uh so many like smug edgelord characters um like the way the way i can best describe him is like he plays a character where they think they're the first person to realize that saying um, only Sith steal in absolutes is itself an absolute, and therefore the Jedi are hypocrites. Oh, 100%. Um, but in a universe where actually they are a genius and the first person to work that out. Definitely. Well, that's, I, I kind of need to see this. Fast. Like, if, if you've got this clip with the stuff edited over it, I'd like to see that at some point. Oh, hell yeah. I, will, I can drop that to you now, because I was... Um, I was watching it again earlier today in, in prep for this. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Who are some people we'd like Kirby. to see as Shadow? Um, and I guess they can be kind of dub big Hollywood movie star or they could be existing I... actors from the games. Like, because I think the realistic thing is they're going to go for, you know, the big star. Like, that's just the Man, the way... I, I'd really star. want Jason Griffith. But that'd be like, you know, like, that'd be like my dream one. You know, like, I don't think it'll happen. Uh, but, like, I guess a lot of people were saying Robert Pattinson, and, like, I saw a lot of those videos where people were putting his voice over a shadow animation and stuff, and I, yeah. I just felt like I, I liked it. Like, I liked that a lot. I think Johnny Youngbosch is a great idea. I'm, I'm not good at casting, because, like, when someone says, think of this, you know, I, I try to think of everything I know, and then I get nothing. So, like, if someone's like, what do you want to cast someone as? And I'd be like, or who do you want to cast this character as? Uh, and I, I'd be like, who, what actors do I know? Let's see. Yeah, that's uh, Tom Holland. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tom Holland is like, Shadow. That's the only one that comes out. <laughs> that's not who I want as Shadow. Also. It's just, that's, I'm, as I'm saying, like, that's kind of how my brain works. It just doesn't. And I don't know why, but my brain went to Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, let's go. Steve As Austin. Shadow. <laughs> That's what we like to see. <laughs> I've always, uh, I mean, I've kind of, like, since, like, since the conversation even started, if it's going to be, like, a The Movies guy, Robert Pattinson is definitely, I think, an ideal choice for Shadow. I think Hayden Christensen would be an absolutely based choice. Like, it would be really cool yeah. to have... Because if this movie like is adapting Sonic Adventure 2, which it very much appears to be, like, it, it would be so based of them to have someone who sounds like Robert Pattinson. I've always kind of thought, 
Wes Bentley would be good, but I don't know if he would necessarily have the star power that Paramount are looking for for this family feature. Um, I, I Obviously, I'd be happy with any of the existing Shadow voice actors, be it Humphrey, be it um, Griffith or Thornton, or oh, who was the guy that did it in Prime? Because I thought he was really amazing too. Uh, oh, the name escapes me. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Ian Hanlon. Yeah, I think he did amazing. I think he's one of the my favorite Shadow portrayals. I yeah, I agree. I think he's like he plays it very naturally. I, that's one thing I can safely say about. I think all of the Prime cast is they all felt very very comfortable in their roles, and I think you know Hanlon is no exception. Um, I think the only one that I couldn't really say. Dr. Eggman. Is it just me or did we just lose Pup? I, I thought it was just me. Yeah, no, I'm... I, and if we're losing him, then they probably can't hear us, so... Oh, God. I'm, I'm here, guys. <laughs> I, I, are you... Okay. There he, he is. out for, like, that entire whatever you were saying. I guess I'll uh, retry that. Um, I, I was saying how I thought um, all of the Prime cast felt pretty comfortable in their roles. Uh, the internet's gonna kill me for it. I didn't think Brian Drummond as Eggman really sold me um but oh, I, think, I liked him i thought he did really good i think it's partly <clears> down <throat> to the fact that all eggman really does in that show is shout like that i that... thought he got the shouting down really well like he sounded very like like i mean the eggman -y. i, I don't want to like like reduce the performance down to that but like like i got the vibes that these were the characters you know that we all know no i don't i do agree you know? it's just i i think with eggman Part of what makes a character great is there's quite a range to the character of Eggman, you know? And, and like, you know, there's times when he will quieten down a bit. There's times when he's feeling quite confident, ambitious and stuff. Yet all we hear of Brian Drummond's Eggman is, Oh, Sonic, why you do this to me? And it's like, I can't imagine that being the Eggman that, you know, split the world apart or, or gave birth to Sage or any of that. Is that... Is that the actor lacking range, or it's is not. that the script providing a lack of opportunity? It's the script providing a lack of opportunity. It's just that I, I, I'm just not sold on that yet, you know? Like, whereas mm. I think even though... Oh, also, I guess Prime Universe Knuckles, the main universe, is, again, because he gets, like, two lines of dialogue. So I, I got nothing to go off of for him. Everyone else, I thought, sat pretty comfortably in their roles. Um, but where Isn't... were we? Here's an outside one for Shadow. Okay. Um, Johnny Depp, and not Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> fucking Jack Sparrow Johnny Depp, but like <laughs> Edward Scissorhands, Alice in Wonderland. No, completely. Sort of Johnny Depp. 100%. No, no, wait, no. Do the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Johnny Depp, please. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, oh, Ed, Edward Johnny Depp. No, I could definitely hit. No, now that okay, you mention I... it, like Johnny Depp's natural voice is very Shadow the Hedgehog. You know, mm. he's got that deep. I, I understand of, what you mean. Yeah, that deep sort of whisper. You know, like <clears throat> that would be base. That'd be that'd be interesting. I feel like that's definitely like a like you said outside the box one, but I I can I can see it. They would sell tickets. I think it yeah, definitely would. Dude, that would be bad. I just wish it wasn't about just that. Like I wish it was just about like let's get the perfect person. 
You know, like, let's get the perfect actor for this Sadly, role. yeah, that's not the case. That being said, though, of all of the castings that they've had for these Sonic movies so far, like, especially, let's look at, like, the Hollywood castings. Ben Schwartz as Sonic is phenomenal. You know, like, he is a mm. far cry no. from, like, the Chris Pratt as Mario thing. Like, no, he is someone who absolutely plays Sonic very well, not just his own version of Sonic. It's not one of those things like, eh, it works. I hear him, I hear Sonic. Um, Idris Elba as Knuckles, I think, is very, very good. Um, oh, hell yeah. And I don't yeah. hear anyone complaining about Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, you know? Like, so I, I think even though there has been these names will sell the tickets, at the same time, they have been pretty thoughtfully chosen. We haven't had anything on the level of, like, Chris Pratt as Mario, you know? Yeah, no, I'll... You know what's funny? I, I think Chris Pratt as Mario, when I... When I finally saw the movie, I didn't hate it as much, you know, like, I was just kind of being like, that's just, it's not right, because I like Mario, and I know what Mario sounds, you know, like, just being like that about it. Yeah, I kind but of, like, uh, yeah, I was like, is this the I, best I gave up do? on it. But, like, at the same it's, time... It's sort of like, everyone else in the cast is sort of like what you were saying. I think everyone else they picked for the Mario movie cast is really funny and really good. I like uh, how they, uh, so, they... They didn't shy away from it either. They sort of like had the the commercial play with you know the very gamey Charles Martinet voice, and then they switched to Pratt watching it in the diner, and you know it's a joke. Why you got to play up the stereotype? You know? It proves that um, Pratt can do it as well. But that, if anything, makes it a little more frustrating to me. Is like he could do it, you know? It's like why can't you just Did do that he? the entire film? Oh. But at the same time, no, I was wrong. I thought they just got Martinet to do the the commercial bit as like a guest voice. No, us. that was Pratt. That was Pratt. <laughs> no, hmm. man. I I guess it would have maybe. No, you know I'm not gonna say it would have been annoying for him to do it. Like I, I think if you want to do the role, you got to do it. You know, like yeah. Like, like imagine if you know Nintendo replaced Mario's. Well, I mean, you know, however the situation went, the the voice has now changed over. But like, it's not like Nintendo was like, hey. It's a him, Mario. Like they didn't like completely change what Mario sounds like. Yeah, it still like sounds they, they weren't like Mario. do your own thing with this. They were like, no, you're still gonna sound like that. That's the it's thing. Like... Is even though it's like sound like Charles Martinet, that is just what Mario sounds like. But I guess it's kind of an yeah. interesting difference in logic because, like, <clears throat> with Sonic, for example, like Ryan Drummond, Jason Griffith, and Roger Craig Smith don't sound alike. Like their their Sonics all sound very different to one another. But it kind of works because they've left their own stamp. At the same time, I think when it comes to Mario, it, it, maybe it's why the Chris Pratt thing is kind of as, I guess, egregious as it is, is because we know what Mario sounds like. Not to mention... All right, like, I'm, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot also, though. So yeah. technically, there are, you know, there are other Mario voices like from a while back that sounded more like the one in the movie, like just like... like in the cartoons and stuff. You know, like, those hey, voices Paisano. came before the games. So, like, I guess I can't be fully like, hey, it doesn't sound like Mario if the original Mario didn't even really sound like what Mario sounds like now. Well, I mean, to be Take fair... Take one step, and then again, the pseudo Mario, what together I love now? those voices. I like them a lot. I, I don't know why the Chris Pratt voice specifically... Uh, I don't know. I, I it, it just felt like it was one of those Hollywood casting things. It's worth and noting, I was though. Like, Come on. There's such a thing you know? as, like, an embryonic performance. Like, I think the very first uh, voice of Sonic was in, like, an arcade game, and he was like, Come on, guys, we have to go fight Dr. Robotnik and get in my ship. Like... No, I've been, um... 
I've been recording a lot of Saturn footage for a video at the moment, and part of the recordings I got were for Sonic Jam, the little movie theater, and that's got the Sonic 1 Japanese commercials you can watch in it. And Sonic talks at the end of the Sonic 1 commercial. It was just like this deep Japanese man voice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, the game I'm thinking of is Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighter. It was an arcade game in uh, 1993, and Sonic is like, Come on, everybody, let's go fight Dr. Robotnik. And it's like, you wouldn't want him to sound like that now. <laughs> like, this was... Thing is like... Sorry, go on. While I, while I agree that, like, Jaleel White does not sound like Ryan Drummond, does not sound like Jason Griffith, so on and so forth, they all still sound like Sonic. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, they've got that sort of... Uh too cool for school kind of sound you know like i i thought you know roger was kind of inspired especially when i heard him in colors because he had that kind of whoa dude let's go shoot some hoops at the beach. Vibe. dr eggman you know and nowadays That's like gnarly. nowadays i look back on that performance and i'm like that is a guy that will drive his 13 year old girlfriend to nando's you know like whereas I, I think his newer performances are so much better, so much more natural. Um, but I, I could I could get what they were going for back then. You know, like, this place has epic written all over it. Whoa, you know. How do we localize Nando's for the primarily American listeners? I'm going to say... I'm yeah, I've gonna, got no clue what you're talking about, man. I'm going to switch it up to Little Caesars. I, I know that Little Caesars is by no means the American equivalent this. to Nando's, but imagine, like, a dude bro who's like 25 years old, driving like a Vauxhall Corsa, taking his 13-year-old girlfriend to Little Caesars. That is Sonic in Sonic Colors. Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, dude? (laughs) That is exactly the correct response. (laughs) There were so many parts of that that I had to, like, my brain was rejecting when you were talking. What the fuck are you saying? Have you seen the old um, Reddit thread where someone says, okay, but what is a cheeky Nando's? And the reply is so British that they can't understand the explanation <laughs> either. They need a translator. Wait, Dylan, because like, I know that they do have some Nando's in America, and they are different, um, but have you ever been to a Nando's? <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. Like, Dylan, what do they do? on my doorstep, there is a Nando's. One day, you've got to come over here, you gotta, you gotta stay with me and the boys for like a week or so or whatever, and we gotta take you for a cheeky Nando's with the lads. It's, I don't know if I'll ever be the same after that. Yeah, well, because Top you're not from here, we'll be like, he'll take his extra cheeky, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is starting to sound threatening. <laughs> oh, dude, I think you'd like, like, I mean... Do you like spicy food? I love food, I don't care. Do you like spicy food? A little spicy, not too much. Just like kind of milk spicy, or are you more of a double cream spicy? Uh, Like a a four cream, two sugar kind of spicy. Sure, sure, sure. But do you Ah. guys do the thing where you, you measure it on the pot in little pepper graphics? What? Oh yeah, some of them, some stuff I've seen does that. Yeah, like one out of five, two out of five, three out of five. Yeah, like because like, like, like the ramen you, I get sometimes. There's there's no shame in going for low spice. You know, I've had low spice before. Sometimes you just want to flavor. You know, I've just had stomach issues my whole life, so I kind of like I was nervous. About oh, spicy we're gonna put food. you on extra Nowadays, heat then. I want to see you shit. 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll die. Uh, but over time, I started liking more spicy stuff because I realized my stomach was not... The, the issues were not from the stuff I was eating. It's Dude, just, like, night, a, gonna happen regardless. Last night, I had a hankering for a milkshake, and there was, like, a two-month-out-of-date milkshake in the fridge. I drank it. I didn't give a fuck. I just drank the thing. That was fine. Guess I'm just built different. But I don't know. You, you're built out of, like, titanium. I am not of just human. lactose tolerant. I am fucking generous towards the lactose, I guess. He is a lactose destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> so we got here by talking about Roger Craig Smith sounding like a dude bro in colors. Talking about milk now, yeah. With an inappropriately young girlfriend that he takes to. That's not. Or that was not part of it. Depending. Baby, on you order anything you want off the menu. <laughs> you can have anything you want, babe. Today's all about you. You're so mature for your age. <laughs> all right. Like, oh my god, You're I can't believe Casey Roger said Craig that Smith's to you. Portrayal. Why would you do this? <laughs> okay, um Okay, so we were talking about who we want to play Shadow in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we've had the rumor of Hayden Christensen, we've had a suggestion of Johnny Young Bosch, we've had a suggestion of Robert Pattinson, uh Johnny Depp came up. Uh any more for any more. Daryl is sixty four. Uh... Do you have any ideas? You have sixty four ideas? You know me, I always bring my PowerPoint presentation with the 64 slides every t to every podcast. Well, where is it then? That's why it takes so long to talk. Um, let me Slide 17 on would just say, damn sexy Flanders, damn sexy Flanders. It would actually be so cool if every week one of us brought in a unique PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> they Believe do do that, That's like a class assignment. Yeah, yeah. That would actually be amazing if we could do that. People do PowerPoint <laughs> parties. That's an awesome idea. Can it be about anything I want? Because I could probably make a PowerPoint about anything, but like, if you gave me a topic, I'm going to be pissed because I don't no, want no, no, to do just what do you a, want do, me do to do. Do a PowerPoint about literally anything, and we could have a new segment where it's like PowerPoint time. It is, oh my it, god. This is uh, what I was rule, born to do. The rules of PowerPoint parties, um, at least as I no understand them. No, no, no. Everyone brings a PowerPoint on their specialist hyper-focused subject. <laughs> um, everyone puts something into the prize kitty, and that can be an object or just cash or whatever the group agrees upon. And then the best PowerPoint, as voted by the group, gets whatever's in the pot. That's a cool idea, but I think we There's should make it competitive. I Is think... there like a PowerPoint online? We also did, like, an episode where we had to make, like, OCs of each other in the cast, and I think given that the cast is continually changing a little bit, we should definitely do more of them. Like, oh, okay. Sure, why not? Yeah, well, like, we make OCs fun. based on each other, you know? And, like, that episode oh, was God. just... That was a laugh riot, you know? Like... There's gonna be, like, six people turning me into a rat. Why would you be a rat? I don't know. I just feel like... Or, like, a mouse or something. That's the energy I give off. You, um, you, uh, need to find a new looking glass to view yourself through. You're right. <clears throat> I think the, the main problem people run into with that, um, is that you kind of already look like a Sonic OC pup. Uh, Me? Yeah, that, 
that um that did make oh, the OC oh. episode a little difficult for the others. I remember Suris decided to turn us all into Ed Ed Neddy OC, so he completely fucking failed the assignment, but he failed it well. Like it was a funny That's awesome. And then both Wayne and Nick made super forms for me. Actually, no, Nick made a super form for me. Wayne made me into more kind of like the J. Jonah Jameson of the IDW universe, which I thought was kind of fun. You mean Nick didn't make you a hyperform after all his fucking campaigning? <laughs> I don't know, it could transfer over, but in in both Nick and Wayne's one, I had like B companions. Um oh, like Tales of Flickies. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why I'm saying this like it's new information. I watched this episode. <laughs> I don't know what you do and don't remember. I don't take things for granted. I think Dylan here hasn't watched a single fucking episode before he came on. Uh, I was What's only that? I only saw the one where you guys were recording live at uh, you mean uh, oh. Sonic Sega Fan Jam? The one you were in, you fucking narcissist. <laughs> the one where, that I was in, I had to, like, I wanted to see what you did to see if you made me, like, look like I knocked the sign over or not. The literal most unwatchable episode, uh, I mean, <laughs> a, a, apart from The Empire Strikes Back, where I had fucking uh, Temzi, Stuart Jip, and Tom Topics on. It was just too much British no, 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 for no, no, episode. No. That, the live one went full circle. It was so disastrous that it's actually amazing to watch. I thought it was really funny because everyone just keeps leaning into frame and being like, what is this? It <laughs> What's reminds going me on uh, a little of that. Um, there was like a New Year's celebration. Um, oh man, and it just it goes south in every possible way. If you haven't seen it, I'll have to show you it after. But um, I hope that's not what I wanted to get up. Uh, YouTube.com. I need to find this. Um, important video. This is now the most crucial thing in your life. No, seriously. Like, it was the... Uh, I think it was uh, KDOC's New Year's Eve show. Um, but anyway, it could have gone south. It just went south. I, 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 can't, I can't describe it. It's You have to watch it once the show's over, okay? You have to. Okay. It's, it's in the important videos playlist. It's really, really funny, and I just imagine what it must have been like for the people sitting at home watching those uh, that that New Year's celebration play out. It's full of just things like people that aren't meant to swear on air just swearing on air. A fight breaks out towards the end. It's just, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. Oh, and when we wrap the episode, we could have a little Discord viewing party. I'd be game, but I also do need to get some yeah. eating done, too. I do um, need to go find food as well after. I usually get a little feed first, and then I promised the boys I would continue the Doctor Who rewatch shortly after. Um, and the episode that we have to watch isn't even one I want to fucking watch anyway. I hate this episode. It's boring. What is it? What is it? What episode? The Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. Uh. We just got done with Series yeah. 6, and that episode has... That, that season has not gone up in my estimations since first viewing. It ain't a good season. Um, but enough. I don't remember that. a lot of the Matt Smith stuff. I I liked Matt Smith's first season. His second season and third season aren't very strong. I can at least appreciate that his second one is quite experimental. I don't think things got better until Peter Capaldi. But then Peter Capaldi's second season sucked. But then his final season was actually based. And then we move on to Jodie Whittaker. Final season was the best season. Jodie Whittaker's seasons were just amazing, as everyone knows. Um, but it is what it is. I liked Flux a lot in the specials. Flux, okay. 
Right, listen, mate. All right, look. We're going to need a Doctor Who podcast like, or something. I fucking... Right, Flux, I was engaged with it. I was engaged with it up until the end when everything amounted to fucking nothing. Okay, no, yeah, you're right. But, like, I, I like, like, a majority of what happened in Flux. I just didn't like the ending. But that's the that thing. Had, like, it's it's the we just that... gave up on everything. Flux is so reliant on having a cool ending, and then when it doesn't happen, it's like, I feel like I wasted my time. Also, Evil Dalek, I'm not, I'm not even arguing with you there. Like, Series 6 is peaks and troughs, my guy, peaks and troughs. Doctor's Wife, Girl Who Waited, both amazing episodes. I, I, ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna fucking lie, they're amazing. It's got some amazing episodes in there, but the whole arc sucks. The finale sucks, completely undermines itself, makes everything pointless, and I hate it. It's really bad. But and enough about. I have that. no earthly idea what you're talking about, but I did enjoy the Greg Davis to Alex Horn Taskmaster energy there of Dylan going, "Yeah, this was all right," and Pop saying, "Flux was shit." No, you're right; it was shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're British and you don't watch Doctor Who? I'm British and I don't watch Doctor Who. <laughs> I don't know what's to misinterpret. Um. Anyways. Fuck Doctor right, Have not all watched by next week, okay? So we can talk about it. Bad show. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone, your homework is watch all of Doctor Who. Even the, even the horrible classic series. Watch all of it. Even watch the stuff that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Watch everything. Yeah, even you have to explain stuff... to Dylan what a Doctor Who is all about. Um, <laughs> even the stuff that is lost back. media. Yeah, even the lost media they... stuff. In preparation <laughs> for the next episode. They reuse those for me. So I can watch them. So, um, the second topic of the week, the second news topic of the week, um, is, uh, there's a new Sonic game coming this year, expected. Um, and it's a new mobile title from Hardlight Studios. It is not a sequel to Sonic Dream Team or anything like that, but it does appear to be a game that is going to serve the Sonic and Friends, uh, branch of the brand. And... What we are to expect is a multiplayer thing, all strictly online, and it's uh, kind of like Sonic meets Fall Guys, effectively. That's kind of the best kind of description of it, is it's kind of going to be, you know, a series of kind of like platformy obstacle courses, and, you know, whoever succeeds to make it to the end first and stuff is the winner, presumably. Um, so, uh, anyone got any thoughts on that? Um, so oh, Sonic yeah. and Friends is like the... The really chibi thing that they started doing for TikTok, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the it's the yeah Sonic Baby Buddies kind of thing. Fair. No, all I, all, it, it's not a whole lot I can I can say on it, but I will. Like Fall Guys, when it was coming out, I looked at it and went, ah, that looks like some absolute shite. Like, I can't see myself getting into that at all. And then it was free on PlayStation Plus and went, oh, all right. And with a couple of mates, went, we'll, have, we'll have a game night, lads. We'll hop on. We'll see how we do. Uh, and then we loved it. So... Yeah, I liked Fall Guys. I thought, you know, it's kind of platformy. It prioritizes going at a good pacing, you know, um, and it's <clears throat> little momentum-y stuff here and there. So I was like, this is kind of ripe for Sonic. Um, I thought the uh, battle mode in Sonic Superstars felt very much like a Sonic meets Fall Guys kind of thing, where you got like a different goal, different little challenge, and you compete, and then even down to the little animation of the little bots being chucked out, 
like mm. very full guys you know so i kind of saw this coming in a way and i think the idea of a sonic full guys mashup does kind of feel like a no-brainer you know like get to the end fast beat the others you know platforming and stuff absolutely ripe for it i also think it's kind of cool that we are getting some form of game in the sonic and friends universe because while i don't really engage with sonic and friends for obvious reasons i'm not a child like i can i can kind of get behind it you know i can get behind it can you get and behind it, it it's for young children as well because like even even my kids are 11 and 9 years old respectively um, they they look at Sonic and friends and go, oh, that's really babyish, and and they move on to what they refer to as proper Sonic, and they kind of go, ah, oh, I taught you. Ah, yes, um, Sonic 06. Are you playing Sonic Adventure? Sonic Adventure 1, yes. 2, we do uh, we do not talk about much in this house. Oh, for God's sakes. Wow. Right, that's it. Okay. That's it. I'm coming over, I'm bringing Sonic Adventure 2, and I'm showing you all how it's done. But they have oh, Sonic Adventure 2. Well, fine. I'll play <laughs> theirs then. Everybody away from the TV. Pup's here. And Pup has put up with the bullshit design so many times that he now knows where the surprise enemies are and it doesn't bother him anymore. It's not that... No, sh shut up. Shut up, man. Just shut up. This is not something I, that Pup came here to die, equipped with to deal with today. I don't think. I'll make a spreadsheet. I'll make a PowerPoint presentation, and I'll prove to Power you. Pres PowerPoint presentation, SA1 versus SA2. Why this enemy here is not a surprise enemy. <laughs> yeah, I have literal footage of the door opening and the enemy already shooting before they're even visible. No. Yeah, but you gotta have these spider <laughs> senses ready. You'll show me the footage That's and just go, no. <laughs> it's like make you watch it and you're like that footage that I'm watching right now doesn't exist and you, you ever can't watch, prove um, it you ever watch Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. yeah. Remember the episode where like uh, Lois gets caught like doing a bad maneuver out of a parking lot and they they finally bring the actual CCTV footage to her she's like the tape is wrong. The tape is wrong. <laughs> that will literally I don't care be... what it shows. So to, to try and repair, this, uh, repair that a little bit, um, it would make sense if they're going for like a full guy, full guys style game. Um, suddenly, the aesthetic of Dream Team, where a lot of things look like pool toys and stuff, makes a lot more sense because they can reuse a lot of that. That's that's funny. I wonder if that's that would be really funny if those assets are also used in the Fall Guys. I don't want them to bring back scrambled shores. I want them to bring back Green Hill Zone. Stop saying that, or they're gonna think you're serious. No, I love Green Hill. They've done it enough uh, times now I, to the point where I love it. I think it is Stockholm syndrome. I think people were right, but uh, as a Fall Guys type thing, my only hope for it would be that it doesn't play like Fall Guys. You know, how Fall Guys is sort of like created to be like, like awkward and stumbly. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, like that's the only thing I'm hoping for. Like, I hope when they mean they. It's like a five guys, five guys. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a <laughs> fall guys style thing. Uh, I hope they don't mean they're copying like that design choice. Because I, I would prefer to have like a fun to play game. But I guess if it's if it's gonna be a mobile game again, I'm not super. Just the screaming at the TV is is kind of part of the fun in Fall Guys, and given the the character designs and the proportions, 
majority look a lot like Fall Guys. I mean, they're not too far off the Fall Guys Sonic character costumes we got in that game. Uh, I could see them sort of like being like a a toddler stumble about and that being okay. They've got those big-ass heads which would weigh their bodies down and um, maybe that's part of the fun is just enjoying how big Sonic's head is as he tries to navigate his way around an obstacle course. I don't know. I mean, this game is probably not made with us in mind, but like I can still see the potential fun in it. It it all depends on what like the challenge curve is going to be. Like, just how babyfied is this going to be? But the concept on paper, I could probably vibe with. We'll have to see. Also, it's not Apple Arcade exclusive this time. Um, yeah, who's making Is it Hardlight? It's Hardlight. Jeez, I bet you know, that's they, they made a lot of good games, so I, I feel like I at least want to see what this is. They could tell me that Hardlight are going to make Frontiers 2 and I'd be happy. You know, I, I just, I really mm. trust Hardlight with, like, my life. <laughs> After Dream Team, they can do anything. Like, you know, fucking make an Arkham game hard. Like, go on, like, just do it. We've got the reins. I am uh, I am doing an Arkham retrospective at the moment, and uh, oh. I, I, I'm not entirely convinced in, in hindsight that we do need too many more of them. I think Spider-Man might be carrying that torch now, but... Uh... I agree. I just but... hope they continue to make them accessible for young'uns that want a cool Batman game. <laughs> But, I mean, they have done that. They put them on the Switch, but even then, like, the Switch is not the way to enjoy these games. Uh, yeah, they I mean, put them on the Switch, all right? Yeah, yeah, I know they're Arkham they're Knight on the Switch game. is almost unplayable. Oof. Yeah. I like I've only played Arkham, uh, the first one, Arkham Asylum. Then you have played the best one. No, you haven't. I haven't finished it, but I've played most of it. it was best cool. one is spider-man ps4 no spider-man 2 for the ps5 but i know but i can't play that the best of the arkham games i think would be a toss-up between origins and night i think i'm so happy to hear origins getting some love it's usually just like Right? It's usually the red-headed stepchild that everybody forgets about. I fucking hate Origins Erasure. It should have been on the Nintendo Switch collection. It should be in every fucking collection. Because it does enrich the universe of the Batman Arkham games. Like, and I, I get it, there's quite a bit of reused content as far as the world map goes from Arkham City. But it makes sense because that was part of Gotham City in the first place. Like, I don't know. I think Arkham Origins is the only Arkham game to actually have a good storyline as well. Like... All of them. Everyone's like, oh, Knight's the bad one from the story perspective. They're all ass gravy. All of them. In the first one, the Joker's like, I want to become the Hulk. In the second one, it's like, yeah, we cut off half the city and let all the... the I want to become the legally distinct Hulk. Yeah. The second one is like, oh, yeah, we cut the city in half and let criminals live there. To deal with the crime problem. There we go. And, That's awesome, though. And Rachel Ghoul is behind it all. And in the third one is like, Joker's blood is turning people into the Joker. Also, Batman is hallucinating. <laughs> Yeah, so it, the series does over-rely on the, the Joker. We are now apparently an Arkham podcast, too. But, um... How the fuck, you finally? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just listen. It only took 124 episodes. Finally! Uh, but I just, I find Asylum really solid. Right the way up until that end boss fight, fine, fair enough. City is just a little too improbable for suspension of disbelief. 
Um, My problem with Asylum, though, is because I, I do like the atmosphere of Asylum and that sort of comic booky tone that it very much prides itself off of, where they kind of ditched that in the season. Um, my problem with Asylum is that there is a lot of backtracking. Like, a lot, a lot of backtracking. And my other issue is that everything seems to be bookended by those Titan fights. Not Titan fights a la Sonic Frontiers, where they're based and awesome, and I'll play them again and again and again. Mm. I, I mean the, the fucking Titan Serum Titan fights. Uh, it, it, it's always the way. It's like, go here, get a thing, uh, fight some mooks, and then there's a Titan fight. And then to kind of change things up a bit, they'll put two Titans in there. So, I, I'm not going to say too... I'm not going to say too much on this because I've already got like a 50-minute bloody video on Asylum, uh, and City is on the way. But there are there's a higher quantity and variety of boss fights on a repeat visit than we give Asylum credit for. And I agree that Asylum does this thing where like you're chasing the Joker up to a point, and the story has momentum up to a point, but then it does send you on a big backtrack through past areas and, and actively wastes your time until suddenly, oh, the Joker is ready to see you now. And that is annoying. Yeah, um, like, Asylum does definitely peter out towards the end of the second <coughs> act. Mm. But City does worse. City wastes your fucking time so much that you forget you're even supposed to be investigating Protocol 10. Protocol 10. I mean, I, I'd probably best go back and replay them all. I think Origins doesn't really have much of a pacing problem, aside from quite a weak opening. Like, I thought the Arkham Asylum, not Arkham Asylum, the Blackgate Penitentiary stuff was cool. Mm. But then after you get out of Blackgate Penitentiary, it sags just a little bit as it becomes very tutorialized. And then once, you know, once you've got the introduction of, like, the Assassins, then it gets interesting. Um, Dylan is just fucking lost right now, so I think we should beat him up. Um, we, we, we should probably get back on track and remember we're a I'll Sonic podcast. I think we should yeah. shove him into a locker. What do you think, Sam? Um, it depends. In that locker, does he have a Steam Deck where he can play through the Arkham games and learn what he's been missing out on? I, I could I, bring my Steam Deck. I think we should give him a Game Boy Advance. Ooh! What, on Golden Sun? That, that's all I need. No, just a Game Wait, Boy Advance with no games in on the it. Locker. No, it's dark in there. No Shit. games on it, though. No games? Yeah. Do I get infinite bacon? No. Who the fu Wait, where did you get the idea you'd ever get anything like that? Yeah, you know, just from around the internet. Well, no, you don't get infinite bacon when I put you in a locker. <laughs> Alright. Nobody understands me. Dude, though, I would probably also accept being put in a locker if I got infinite bacon. I just don't get why Americans have lockers that big. We don't. None oh. of the lockers I ever had going to school were big enough for, like, even my backpack. That, that was just a thing they did in movies. I don't know why. I think, um... Oh, I just had another idea. Okay, so you do get infinite bacon, and I'll be sliding it through the hatch, but it's not cooked. Yeah. <laughs> so you just have to enjoy <laughs> its slimy goodness. Dude, that's fucking worse. <laughs> and being trapped in a locker forever. Yeah. Being covered in gross, uncooked bacon. Now, is that proper British back bacon, or is that the horrible, streaky American shite bacon? Oh, oh come on. All right. to, we didn't have to turn I mean, we didn't need to say like that. Like, I, I like sausage patties better than bacon. But, um, like, bacon's still pretty good. 
to, uh, I'm gonna say America bacon. That makes it more gross, I would say. Yeah, that's fattier. That's all. Yeah, well, sliding through the cracks of the of the locker. Well, I mean, at least I won't starve. I mean, you'll get very unwell if you eat any of that, so I wouldn't recommend it. So I wonder how Sonic and friends you would control my power. Probably a bit like Fall Guys. Well, like Fall Fall Guys, I'm used to playing on a controller. Like just the touch screen layout seems a bit weird for a Fallout guys. Uh, Fallout Welcome guys. Bluetooth controller, buddy. <laughs> a Fallout Boy game. <laughs> I hope it releases on oh, Apple boy. TV. That way, I can play it on my Apple TV. Yeah, that way I can continue to not sell the Apple TV. I don't feel like figuring out how to do it. Continue to justify my purchase of the Apple TV. Yes. It all comes back to Apple TV. Surely the justification was one content and two tax write-off. Yes. (laughs) But. Of course. But. I don't know. I like Sonic. He doesn't know. I think Sonic is pretty cool. Yeah, I, I guess what I was trying to say is Fall Guys is already kind of an awkward, clunky game control-wise on purpose, as Dylan rightly pointed out earlier. You then map that to a touch screen? I can only imagine that getting worse. Maybe, maybe the, the, the big obstacle here would be Sonic's momentum-y slipperiness. Maybe. Maybe they'll make level designs that make the slipperiness more of an obstacle. Uh, and then we'd have a 3D momentum-based Sonic game. Ooh. <laughs> you know the people so... would love that. If we're so hung up on physics in Sonic, and we look at those character designs, and there's no way those little legs could support that big, bulbous body, uh, does that mean he's just going to be constantly rolling around? At the speed of a small jar being rolled down a hill. Oh, you know what? They they released that like online multiplayer Kirby game for the Switch a while back that was all about just kind of rolling around. Dream Buffet. And I, I didn't love it. Yeah, Dream Buffet. I, I thought it was okay. I think I only played a couple times, but uh, that could be interesting if it was like a maybe like a downhill momentum-based like little course racing game or something. I played I that um, could be kind of fun. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz and I didn't like it. Yeah, play the uh, Banana Mania remake. It's better. I don't want to play any more Monkey Ball after that. That game unfair. Some that of the game levels literally addictive. suck a little bit, but they're very good. I'm just I'm stuck on one of the boss fights where like I'll get hit once and then it will just knock me out of bounds. I'll be like, oh come on, man, what's it gonna take? Oh, yeah, the other games don't. The ones I played don't have boss fights. Oh, okay, that probably helps. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got Fall Guys, Sonic. About all we got, really. You want to talk about Arkham some more? <laughs> you guys feel free. Now I'll we just sit here. We need your input, Dylan. What do you think of Arkham City? I haven't played it. What do you but think? But it, it's bigger and better than before. It better, yes. Yes, I agree. Better. Better game. <clears throat> uh, bigger does not necessarily mean better. Says every man with a small PP. I mean, 
mean about average size, but yeah. All right, okay. We have Webster on. He's the sensible man, and he's already talking about his wiener. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been anyone straight, man. I don't know, man. I had you down as the sensible man. Yeah, who do we call up when the sensible man on the podcast? Well, you are probably the most functional adult of all of us, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I just... I just sit here when but when I'm not job, calling he's got, he's got for the podcast. I just sit here and wait for the next podcast. Yeah, um, I wouldn't call myself functional. I would just say I present well. <laughs> oh. Take the compliment. Yeah, take the yeah. Go, come on, <laughs> you got this. You're doing great. You're doing it. Debatable podcast. <laughs> Dylan's not doing great. <laughs> Dylan, are you okay? I'm doing fine. Sure? I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. You want a piece of bacon? Not after the locker situation. Nah, here you go. Here's a piece of bacon. Who said we ever let you out? Oh, that's true. Thanks. I was just, I was trying to like will you into doing it. You know, like it was like a reverse psychology thing. All right, fine. You can have a Sega Game Gear, but you only get one battery pack. I'm sure that doesn't fit through the bars. <laughs> it's going to make it. <laughs> We're gonna I'm, have I'm gonna, to give I'm, him. You're gonna, gonna have to give him the Game Gear one component at a time. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna disassemble to it, it and yeah, just put every little piece through and then give you the screwdriver to reassemble it. Yeah, give me the the instructions to put it back together. To be fair, he's got stuff to do now at least. I've yeah, now I can put together a Game Gear. It's kind of like putting together like a medical degree. Like you, you learn how it works, you know, and you can put it back together. You put together a degree. Yeah, I'm just loving, you know, like, just loving Chip Fan in the chat. Nick would be yelling his head off right now. <laughs> we I don't have any topics today. Like, <laughs> we don't have much to discuss this week. So it's kind of like, fair enough, we go on a little tangent, you know? Yeah, fair play. This Nick is wasn't how we always, Nick wasn't <laughs> always obsessed with keeping things on topic. Like, it just depended if there was much of a topic to discuss sort of unfairly gets the reputation of being the ball buster. No, he does, yeah, that, that is true. He did quite unfairly get the ball buster reputation. He would only try and keep things on topic if he felt like it wasn't good listening, or um, if there was a big topic to be discussed that wasn't being discussed. So there I mean, that's go. fair. There you gotta kind of keep things on the rails, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And today... I, I also agree on that, but there are no rails. We've we've already gone off the rails. There's no destination. There's no train. There, there isn't a train. It's not even train themed anymore. I just made it look like a regular podcast studio now. See, more generic than ever before. We've done it. Fuck up, Dylan. I did a really nice job with this. How dare you? No, you did. I'm just joking. No, it's too I'm late. Just, I'm just joshing. the damage is done. All right, that's fine. You called my work generic. I'll kill you. Oh, damn. All right. Wait, the steaks you. have increased. I'm going to slip a piece of steak through your, <laughs> through your bars of your locker. Wouldn't that be good? Oh, it's no, overcooked. It's overcooked? Ew. Yes. Why would you do that? Well, yeah, because you can eat raw steak and it's still kind of good, whereas, like, overcooked steak, just it's over. It's also three days old. Raw steak. I mean, uh, Webster, how do you like steak cooked? Um, a little bit pink in the middle, but otherwise cooked. 
Yeah, like, if you had to basically. describe it in the singular word, though, like rare, medium rare, etc. Uh, I guess I'm just a medium twat. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like medium rare. Basic. It's like the most vanilla answer. Basic, basic bitch. bitch <laughs> I just, I just like eating food when it doesn't. It, you know, when food's chewy, I don't like that. What about if it's like chewing gum? Is chewing gum actually a food that's, though? That's, you don't like eat it's it. It's not food. That's not sustenance. That's that's the shit you eat when your breath smells bad or when you need to like concentrate a little better. What about chewits? Oh, chewits are great. Chewits? It sounds like something that you might require chewing for. Well, what about opal fruits? Oh, I hate it. Yeah, opal fruit? Opal fruits? Stop us. just making stuff up, dude. I'm not making shit up. <laughs> opal fruit, opal fruits, sorry, is a thing. And to yeah, be yeah, fair, yeah, opal yeah. fruits did get renamed to Starburst. Before I was even born, I think. <laughs> it's like either of us referring to a Snickers as a marathon. Yeah, but it's a way better name, though. Opal fruits is better than Starburst. Marathon is better than Snickers. They're better names. And damn it, Jeff was well, better than Snickers. How much tell what it is? I mean, do you guys know where the name Seven Up comes from? Because I always kind of found that to be an interesting name for a a drink. Uh, no, but I have played a, a game called Seven Up. Like I think it was in elementary school, where like I don't know why they would do it, but sometimes they just be like, "Everyone, put your head on your desk and put your thumb up," and then like, "Oh, that's you know, that's not." I don't actually remember what up. the rest of the game was. You're thinking heads down, thumbs up. Well, it might have been called heads, heads up, maybe, maybe not seven if up. If you put your head down, why is it called heads up? Uh, you know, my memory's not the greatest, <laughs> so I can't say for sure. Fair, but fair. But it right, did happen. I know, I, I think I figured out why the drink seven up is called seven up. Okay, tell me, please. I believe the up is short for uplift, and the drink used to be called uplift. And the seven refers to, like, seven varieties of lemon. Where are you getting any of this information from? Memory. Compared to the three varieties of lemon on this show right now. Um, um, the, I, the only thing I remember 7up for is having that cool spot mascot, and then he had a Mega Drive game. Yeah, that's kind of wild. The origin like of the revised man. name is unclear. Britvik claims the name comes from the seven main ingredients in the drink, while others have claimed that the number was a coded reference to the lithium contained in the original recipe, which has an atomic mass of seven. But I think that up, it's all agreed it means uplift. You know, I don't have any personal stake in this, but I still want to fight you on it. I just want to know. I, I have a thirst for knowledge. Um... And for 7-Up. Just you two drunk in a car park fighting over 7-Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, why don't you, um... Dylan, why don't you bring me a theory as to why it's called 7-Up? Uh, well... Clearly seven people, seven brothers invented it. <laughs> together. Yeah. And, the and that's part? why they called it that. It's been called that forever, and they haven't changed it. Any information you've seen has been wrong. What about the up part? Uh, it was seven brothers came up with an idea. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I had you a really good get one, it? and I lost it. Yeah, because mine was too good. 
It's Spoiler Goblin is corroborating your story, saying they played it in class two. Now, whether they're shitposting or whether they, you know. No, I think they, I think they're right. I think they understand. But where does the seven come from? M maybe. maybe seven people get chosen. That's what it is. Seven people get chosen. If Mario drinks one, he gets seven extra lives. He get, that is true. He does get seven extra lives because when you get the five up, it gives you five lives. So the seven up would give you seven. Dylan, what do you think the origins of the rings in the Sonic games are? Um, uh, I mean, maybe like. They're like the, the halos of fallen angels. You reckon? Because Sonic is a godless place. Is that what you're going to go for? Is that your final answer? Pretty sure Sonic Where beats up a god every other week. Yeah, so like they're, he's killing angels and dropping the souvenirs. He's just collecting the, the halos of the fallen angels he's defeated. Yeah. Sonic is a godless like place, a biblically it is now. accurate threat. Sonic the Hedgehog. What if, like, Sonic is just a, a like an astute atheist, so he's just going out of his way to beat up every god and steal their halo so he can deny their existence? So, for some reason, I, Dylan, I heard of, that. Right? I heard that to the tune of the Sat AM opening. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a like godful threat. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I kind of like <laughs> that as like the new, the new B theory. Is just that, yeah, Sonic is a rampant atheist beating up gods and collecting their halos to deny their existence. That I goes think if hard. they released a game where that was the plot, it would make, like, world news. That would go so hard, though. And it's so in character. Like, you can imagine him doing it set to, like, the Kellen Quinn music. <laughs> He's beating up, like, Zeus. Yeah, like, imagine, I like, feel like the... he could. He probably would. No then, god plans my fate. I write my own story and run my own okay, path. Okay, instead of the titans, instead of them being giant robots next time, he's just fighting giant gods. Yeah, like you've got like uh, Supersonic versus like the Hindu elephant god, you know? Ganesh. That would, that would kick ass. That would actually kick so much ass, even though it's like super offensive. <laughs> just like the end boss of either Bayonetta 1 or Azura's Wrath. But just it's put, Sonic. Just look into every single religion, put every single god in the game. Sonic versus the Christian god. Like, imagine, like, you, you've got, like, the, the big text that comes up and says, The End, and that was really cool. But now it just says, God. <laughs> like... Him. And then you get to phase two, and it just puts in brackets, Old Testament. Oh, oh no. Be, that would be His insane. Form. Oh, boy. Do you know what my theory I was about story where... game. Do you know what my theory was about where rings came from? No, what, what did you what, what was your theory? So I thought like Sonic is an eco-warrior, right? So Yes. You notice how the rings are always in the direction that he needs to go. Yeah. I have the idea him? that the ecosystem was trying to help Sonic along in the form of like you have these little honeybees that fly around in a little circle and it creates a ring, and they're just creating a trail of these for him to follow. And it helps him. Basically, he watched one Honey Nut... So one Honey Nut Cheerios advert. Fuck up. That's so wholesome. <laughs> Everyone else laughed at me. That. They all laughed at me, Dylan. <laughs> they all said it was terrible. That is such a fucking, like, like, beautiful idea. 
That's like, okay, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of um, an Odd World Abe's Odyssey. Yes. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's not, he doesn't see. No, you know what? I think the portals are there in, in universe, but like the bird portals, they're always showing him where to go and giving him hints and stuff because the uh, Mudakins are inherently tied to birds through their common ancestors, I think. You know what I think is just so nice, though, is that we finally have someone on this show that didn't just go, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> so wait, is that B-theory? Is that why I keep seeing that? That's what B-theory is. Oh. <laughs> I came nice. up with that, yeah, and everyone thought it was stupid. so fucking stupid that it became, like, the biggest meme on this channel. But does that mean he's just running around picking up bees? No, he's not picking up the bees. The bees are leaving those for him. Oh, okay. Alright, yeah. I see. It's not made of bees. They, it's basically the ecosystem's way of helping Sonic along. Although that okay. would be a lot of honey to produce. Did, they I don't have remember. to be made of honey, they could be just made of magic. Magic that comes out of little bee butts. AKA honey. It's not honey. <laughs> Otherwise the rings would be sticky. Yeah, maybe they're sticky. not. That would just slow him down the if they were sticky. Yeah, it's a challenge. Nothing in life ever comes easy or free. Okay, maybe it Did is funny, know? and Sonic just canonically has a sore throat all the time, and that's their way of helping him. Gee, thanks, guys. That's why my voice is always changing. <laughs> to no, nurse. I back to the voice actor thing from earlier, the, see? The joke cool. was that B-theory is canon. Because, like, part of the reason why this came about was because Ian Flynn had kind of said um, that the next Sonic he game would He said B-theory is real. Well, the, the time it came about, Ian Flynn had said that the next game would explore the origins of the Chaos Emeralds. I was like, fuck the Chaos Emeralds. I want to hear about the origin of the, the rings. Um, anywho, uh, later on, Ian Flynn goes on to say that the rings are just an in-game element. They're not really canon as such. Um, That's what I thought, yeah. Which is Despite stupid. appearing in cutscenes. Yeah, it's really stupid in my opinion. Um, but, it, you know, this whole thing prompted me to come up with the B theory. Um, and, um... Ah... Uh, I, uh, yeah, on Bumblecast, Ian Flynn's podcast, funny enough, named Bumblecast of all fucking things, um, <laughs> I proposed the idea of B-theory to Ian Flynn himself. And he said, he, he don't hate the idea of, like, the ecosystem helping Sonic along. It wouldn't be bees, but, like, it's, you know, he's like, take the bee stuff out of it, and it's not a bad idea. It'd be like little chili dogs. But I'm just like, man, you need the bees for B-theory, otherwise not B-theory. Fucking... Fucking theory. I always just assumed it was like the crystallization of residual chaos energy in the natural environment. God, that's so dumb, Webster. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't think they were, like, real. Like, I've... I oh, think okay. it's a funny joke. So we got like rings, are chaos like, hey. rings are chaos energy. Rings are made by bees. <laughs> rings are the no, halos really. of the like, fallen I... gods. Or rings don't even fucking exist. Those are the theories <laughs> we've got. Oh, oh shit! This is true. Sonic versus... Sonic versus the gods could be the next century in the storybook series, and it could be Sonic and the motherfucking Bible, son. I think I actually pitched Sonic and the Bible at one point. We've talked about this for sure, and I've talked about it with someone else as well, because for some reason, every time me and my friend Sam, we have a lot of, like, friend Sams we're talking about. Like, there's a Sam here. You mentioned I'm a Sam. Sam. Yeah, like, that's crazy. But I friend Sam, like, a couple streams we did a while back, 
for some reason we'd start talking about Sonic and Christianity would come up. And it just like like it didn't it was just so weird that it kept coming up that now whenever I'm hanging out with him, I'm thinking about like Sonic and the Bible. I must admit I misheard that. I thought you said every time we talked about Sonic, Chris Chan came up. <laughs> no, 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 I mean that would make more sense. Good golly. Good bloody Not golly. Chris Chan, no. Did you ever hear about the uh the Sonic fan who had like um he went into like a coma from injecting poo into himself or something? Um Excuse me. What? Well hold on. Right, the story, it's not real. The story not gets real. the story gets a little weirder from here. Um and towards the end of his coma he kind of dreamt that Sonic was helping him out of his coma, and from there he fell in love with Sonic. And he had a Sonic plush, which he would treat as the actual Sonic, and him and this plush we're in an intense sexual relationship. Like, intense. Can we go back to talking about, like, bees? He'd make love to the plush, he'd poo on the plush, he wouldn't clean the plush because apparently Sonic likes his musk a little too much. <laughs> that just, that made me want to read Super Chats, though. I feel like Urban Legends of the Sonic World would be a good episode. <laughs> Garrulous, can I... this is not a real thing this is a real about. thing the guy was called Jay Sonic you can look it up there's lots of documentaries about him no I'm not gonna look it up Garrulous, I think I would feel safer in the locker with you than I would talking about this with Pup <laughs> yeah we've got infinite bacon it's not cooked though <laughs> I'll figure it out okay we'll just make it hot and steamy enough inside the locker that it cooks hot and fresh Ooh. from the kitchen oh, wow. oh no Dylan, but <laughs> I, I think it definitely is safer out here with me now. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we can move on to right. super chats now. Salmonella. All right, man. If that's what you're into, man. If that's what you're into. There I are, love robbing. There are three super chats for us three men here to read. Um. So what I'm going to do, Debster, is I'm going to mm -hmm. just put that there. That's the one you'll be reading. <laughs> um, okay, so, Dylan, how about starting us off, bitch? Yeah, hold on. Hold on let, me, uh, let me just get my reading glasses. Nerd. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Nerd, come on, read the chat, four eyes, come on. Uh, sorry, hold on, I'm reading it. Uh, so, from Mr. SP, two dollars. Wayne isn't missing. He just forgot where the studio is. Classic Wayne. Kind of like the night he we forgot where his phone is. We actually picked up the whole studio, and we put it somewhere else. <laughs> we just moved it. It's no longer on the train. It's now just... I mean, Generation would... 2 studio. Po it's like on top of the, the Empire State Building. Posting a think... show on a train just makes no fucking sense. I think That'd to be, be so fair... Cool. He, he didn't say he was quitting quitting. I think he was just said he wouldn't be... Uh, front of house, and it'd still be helping out from from behind the scenes. Well, um, Wayne is basically going to the the plan is for Wayne to do some little side content stuff, so he won't necessarily ever be on the okay. main show because he has to work Fridays anyways. Um, but he might do some little side content on the channel, like other podcast kind of things. Um, he might, you know, take charge of some spoiler cast kind of stuff or just discussions on certain games beyond the Sonic. So. We'll have to see. Um, we're yet to kind of see anything from Wayne, but um, 
obviously he's still a friend of the show he's still a friend of all of us except dylan he doesn't know him but <laughs> I, but I, I, everyone i am friends i'm friends with everyone because you're a slut um that's yeah and wayne's content is still amazing and everyone should go check it out oh yeah wayne is amazing we we fucking love wayne um mm. yeah but uh yeah um so expect some wayne in the future i just i don't know where it's going to be or where it's going to come from and i hope i can join him when he does do this but um yeah um that's that's going to be kind of how that is so yeah it's not like nick where he's like full-on left the show it's just we we don't know you know what what comes next um and of course like surus is taking a break gilly's taking a break um so like for now we're just kind of working through how it is um but okay the next super chat we've got is from our pal jamal with two us dollars happy b theory weekend milk bro forever pup oh hell yeah and also this has this truly has been a b theory weekend but you might have to prep fallen god weekend as well because <laughs> that's the new theory fallen angel <clears throat> all right webster you're up uh, okay, so we have Seaman <laughs> with. Um, <laughs> uh, I think the A is meant to be Australian, but uh, two dollars ninety nine and seemingly no message. Um, so thanks for the two ninety nine. Do you C-Man. know what that means? Thank you. If someone <clears throat> sends in money without having anything to say, they don't care about being heard. They only care about supporting the show, and that makes them a yogurt male. I'm going to regret asking, what the fuck is a yogurt I never really male? thought of it that way. Yeah. <laughs> that Michael Jackson sound clip did not help me understand what a yogurt male is. <laughs> <laughs> this a only yog- complicates things further. Trust me, like a yogurt male is the best thing you could be. You've got like alpha male, sigma male, all that. Yogurt male is the top of the food chain, basically. Okay, well, uh, enjoy being top of the food chain, Seaman. Yeah, well, anyways, like, so the way we usually end the show, obviously, is by asking you guys what you're up to, so why don't we ask you guys what you're up to? Oh, no. Oh, absolutely. There is a skeleton. Uh, Oh, he's back. Oh, my. Okay. Uh, so I'm, uh, well, I'm not doing anything, really. What happened? I'm working on some stuff. Uh, nothing much. I mean, well, I'm playing something right now, so I can make a video. Like, I'm not done yet. It's so secretive. It's a secret. It's a secret Nintendo series video. Nick cards close to your chest. Yeah. Because only I care. <laughs> All right. Webster, what are you getting up to these days? Um, I have two videos sort of on the boil right now. Um, I have got the next part of the Batman Arkham retrospective, which will be on Arkham City. Uh, I'm currently recording the voiceover for that, and it's probably going to be somewhere around two hours um, some sort of. Nice. I'm recording about seven A4 pages worth of script per night. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Yeah. Um, 
and then like on the side for for sanity's purpose and to get back to my blue boy um i'm doing a video on what could have been for sonic for the saturn um they're sort of part looking at okay if we take uh sonic's world from sonic jam and the special stages from sonic 3d and just everything from sonic r um plus the christmas nights appearance we can get kind of an idea but also just an excuse to really rant about how misinformed people are about the saturn oh it can't do 3d it can't do transparencies bitch go play burning rangers then come back to me and try and tell me the Saturn can't do 3D and transparencies. Well, so is it not true that it wasn't originally designed for 3D stuff, but they just kind of managed to push it and really show its potential? Um, no, so it is, it's a 2D powerhouse. It has 3D capabilities. Uh, the problem is they sort of only went half in because they weren't sure whether 3D would be a fad or not, is the way I understand it. Interesting, interesting. Okay. Wouldn't that be wild if 3D didn't catch on? We went like back a, to all 2D. That's like an alternate reality thing. Like, someone could come up with, like, the history of Sonic <laughs> if 3D never existed, and they could make it so he's in an even worse position. So 3D wasn't the fucking... Oh, man, that gives me an idea. We skip 3D, we go right to 4D. Everything is Sonic 4 Episode 1. Oh, my God. Yes. I want that future. What are you doing, I would Bob? be so devastated, man. Uh, yeah, what, Pop, I... what are you up to? Um, I don't know so much about what I'm doing, but I know what I've done. Um, so, uh, <laughs> we've got a video on my channel right now, which is called Sonic, A Question of Character. Uh, this was kind of born out of me noticing that there's been a bit of discourse online about what Sonic should be from a character standpoint. And I kind of wanted to see what kind of informs the, di the, the versions of Sonic that we have. And I kind of traced it back to a game of ping pong between America and Japan, effectively. So you can kind of see how two different cultures have two different perspectives on what Sonic is, but why they both matter, uh, in my opinion, anyway. So, yeah, you can check that out. It's quite a big one, uh, quite a bit to chew on there, um, and I'll be working on whatever else i intend on working on i don't know maybe i'll make a video on the fact that there's discourse over a fucking spider-man lego minifigure we'll see but um why wait what, what's going on with that what uh, do you mean? so spider-man fans are annoyed about what version of the spider-man lego minifig they used in fortnite okay right. which version did they use i mean it's a classic spider-man but it's not the classic spider-man they want all right um, okay. I, I guess we'll have to wait for the video to find out more on that No, one. I'll send it to you guys. Fuck it. Okay, so um, people Thanks. are quite grumpy-pumpy that they didn't use this this version. I'm going to DM it to you individually because it's obviously... Um, so, you, Dylan, that's for you, Sam. Thanks. All right. So Cheers. People are a bit grumpy. Spider-Man. People are a bit grumpy they didn't use that one and that they instead used this one go sam there you go dylan so that's the latest uh, discourse <laughs> i mean to be fair this uh, yeah the first one is the better one of the two i disagree the second one's better he's got like, the second one's got such a small face i like him the second one's got arm stripes and shit uh, i like the big woman I like the big bug eyes on the, the first one. The second one feels over-designed to me. Oh, for fuck's sake, there's a discourse coming to this fucking podcast. 
<laughs> They're the exact same. When you said the fans are unhappy about which Spider-Man, I was half expecting it to go into Madame Web territory because apparently Andrew Garfield was at one point meant to come back as his version of Spider-Man for Madame Web, but it didn't happen. I'm taking. You probably know more about that than me. It's not happening. I'm taking everything surrounding this movie with a grain of salt, even down to that weird take on the "with great power comes great responsibility" line. I'm taking it all with a grain of salt. Are you hoping to be surprised when you actually go to see it? No, I think it's going to be shit, but like, I, I don't okay. think it's going to be shit for the reasons <laughs> the internet thinks it's going to be shit. Like, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch fucking Madam Web either. No? No cinema trip for that? When is that coming out? I, I didn't... Soon, I think. I don't, I don't think I've seen a trailer. Madam Web release date. Uh, 16th of February, 2024. Okay. Oh, okay. It's one of those things where if, like, my friends were like, hey, we're going to go see it for the shithousery, you want to come with? I'd be like, yeah, sure, sure. But, like, I'm not going to, like, be like, hey, guys, I'm proposing the idea of us go to see Madame Webb. Let's go see it. Oh, my God, I can't wait. You know, that's, that's not You love happening. Marvel movies. Of course you would. No, I wouldn't. I don't even do that with Marvel Studios movies anymore. Yeah. Shut up. I'll kill right. you. Someone <laughs> run a poll. You know how to run the we'll poll. We'll find out the you, truth. You've got, you've got partial channel ownership. You run the fucking poll. Alright, let's see. Uh... Well, that's all the time we have for it today. Thanks. It's a decent 90 minutes or so. That's alright, yeah. Fucking fear.